The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome everyone to our show today and thank you more importantly for being an intentional spirit and for all that you're doing in our society to be a difference maker and to face the the challenges and the experiences that you have in the most intentional way. As you are aware, every week we give these incredible tools rather than rules that will help people and guide them to just an amazing life. And therefore, today, we are so fortunate that we are featuring a spiritual businessman. Now, I love that that idea, a spiritual businessman. Isn't that what everyone dreams of, is how to be in business and how to have spiritual application? Well, Joel Fotinos, our guest today, has figured out a way just to do that. He's the vice president and publisher at Tartar Penguin. And he's also the co-author of The Prayer Chest. You may know him. That kind of put him on the map in a greater way. But he has books that are all over the world. Joel, welcome to our show today. Hi, Temple. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, it's it's my pleasure. Um, I I love that, that you, did you tag yourself or uh, get spiritually appointed to call yourself the spiritual businessman. I mean, that's very powerful. Just that alone creates an intention of who you are in the world. Did that come to you in meditation, or is there even a story there? Well, I, I wished it was such a beautiful story as that it came in, uh, in through meditation. Actually, I was noticing that everywhere I went, people would introduce me as the spiritual businessman or something close to that. And um, so when I wanted to think, what is my intention with my business, I just started remembering that it seems like people keep calling me that. So I just adopted it. It, it felt like um, it felt like it fit. It felt like people were seeing something about me that I could claim. Well, and obviously you have. <laughs> <laughs> that seems pretty clear to me that. You've claimed, you've named it, claimed it, and um, and then you're sharing your gifts and talents uh, globally, and it's just uh, real exciting. Well, how Joel did you? Our listeners always love to hear the stories um, because there's there's many people out there that are making decisions today about where they are spiritually or if they are spiritually or what they can do with their lives. Um, did spirit find you or you find spirit? Was it collective? How did you get to be an intentional spirit? Uh, well, I would say it's a, a, the both end to that question. Spirit and I were looking for each other, and we found each other. 
Um, didn't you say on a recent show something about the flower reaching for the sun and the sun reaches for the flower at the same time? It's one of my favorite metaphors. It's a beautiful metaphor, and that's exactly how I feel with, with my own spiritual path. I always felt like I was a very spiritual kid, and growing up in western Nebraska, back in the time that I grew up, there wasn't an internet, and, and there wasn't a lot of information about other religions, so I relied on my library and my church, and so it seemed like for me the spiritual path was going to be um, a very denominational Christian path, which was fine, um, and I was ready to go, except that um, when I got into the theology of what the churches were teaching, the churches in our area, it was so restrictive. It was restrictive about other people of other faiths. It was restricted about people who had different sexual orientations. It was restrictive about uh, a lot of different areas that just in my questioning mind, I just felt like the God that I wanted to serve had to be bigger than all of those smaller things. So long, long, long story short, my path took me through um, you know, various Christian denominations, and then um, I studied Judaism, I studied Hinduism, uh, when I was able to get out of western Nebraska, that is, and I studied Buddhism and Taoism, and really felt a kinship with all of them, and wondered where I was going to fit in. And eventually, one day, about 25 years ago, when I was driving around in Denver after having been just horribly dumped, um, just in the worst possible way, and I was very upset and crying, driving around, I ended up in a part of Denver I had never been in before. And so I went into the parking lot of the nearest place that I could find so I could turn around and get my bearings. And it was a Wednesday night. And I looked where I was at, and there was this odd building, and the sign out front said, Mile High Church of Religious Science. Oh. And I thought, well, that's an unusual name for a place. And underneath it, it said, Wednesday night service seven o'clock. And I thought, what a funny, what a funny coincidence. It's Wednesday night and it's about five to seven. And so I thought, you know what? I don't know anything about the, this place, but they have a Wednesday night service. I'm in a bad way. I've got nothing to lose. So I parked and I went in and I sat at the very last row right by the exit because I didn't know if it was a cult or what. And I, yeah, I wanted to be able to make a fast exit. And the first thing that the minister there, a wonderful woman named Dr. Marjorie, she said, uh, the first thing she said was, we bless all people of all faiths all around the world. And I thought that it was remarkable that it, I was in a place where they didn't have to make other people wrong for them to worship in their way. And then she said um, something which really went right in. It's probably not something I hadn't heard before, but it was um, something that I was ready to hear. And what she said was, we are each 100% responsible for our own lives. And that was a moment when I just had that crossroads, which is I could actually hear this and follow this path, or I could not hear it and just have life as it has always been. So I heard it, and that was a Wednesday night. On Sunday, 
um, I came back, signed up for every class they had, and began my path to being a, a minister with the Centers for Spiritual Living. And that really opened my eyes up because I, I found that new thought, which is unity, religious science, uh, divine science, and others, really gave me a lens that I could see all of the world's religions and be able to glean from them, but really be able to mine my own spiritual well as deeply as possible. Oh, what a what an incredible story! Um, being in the uh, in the book industry is part of your spiritual businessman calling. Um, have you heard of the book "The Right Words at the Right Time" by Marlo Thomas? No, I haven't. I I, I love that book um, in that um, she you know interviewed presidents and celebrities and and uh, uh, sports stars about what were the right words that you heard at the right time. You know, you heard you are 100% responsible for your life. Uh, for me, growing up in a small town, in a very traditional Christian that everybody else was wrong because they didn't practice the way we did, you know, I felt like I had said I wanted a map to Florida, but I had been given a map to Wyoming. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, but I don't want to go to Wyoming. You know, I want to go where everybody is is welcomed and loved. And it just made no intellectual sense to me at all. Plus of the hardship of, you know, my own sexuality and spiritual life of of knowing that I was doomed. You know, that's kind of a tough reality when you're 13, 14 years old. But when I was 20 going into a unity, I heard you are God's beloved with whom God is well pleased. And that, for me, those were the right words at the right time. For me, it it changed my life. I could never go back then. I could never try to go to Wyoming using a map when I really just wanted to go somewhere else that included everyone and and yeah. all that. It is it is amazing how you know often um, even people like you and me that that write and speak and talk we wonder if we make a difference, but yet we. Th- if we take a moment, just take a big breath, we think about the jewels and the temples that are out there in the world right now that are just needing to hear one sentence um, that will change the course of their lives. So we, we give thanks to, uh, did you say Reverend Margie? <laughs> Was Reverend that her name? Marjorie, yeah. Yeah, Marjorie. And I, and, I also give oh, thanks to the guy who dumped me because, um, truthfully, what felt like a very painful experience was exactly the experience that brought me to where I needed to go. So in retrospect, I, I really bless him and, and am so thankful for that because um, it, it put me exactly, I mean, literally in the parking lot of my destiny. And um, so, you know, I, I love thinking that in hindsight, we can look at experiences that seem painful to see what the blessing that can come from it. But then if we take that lesson one step further, then we can begin to develop foresight so that we don't have to wait for hindsight. We can begin blessing the things in our life, even if they're painful, knowing that they are um, seen in the right way, they can become great blessings in our life. Those are the people and the uh, experiences that offer us an immense spiritual relocation. 
And the ones I think that shock us the most are the ones that wind up being the, the most directive and instructional, you know, um, long term for our lives. Well, speaking of that, you have created a new book that's kind of like buzzing all over the country now. Uh, what a great title. My Life Contract, a 90-day program for prioritizing goals, staying on track, keeping focused, and getting results in bold, getting results. Um, what an amazing title. Thank you. Thanks. Um, yeah, it grew out of a, a workshop that I've been giving for, I guess, 20 years, uh, you know, teaching basics that I've learned and used um, to make my life different and, and to grow and to change and to prosper. And and um, it, it grew out of a, a kind of a simple way that I see how life works and moves. And um, from that workshop, I created workshop books that I would give to the people who came to the workshops. And then from there, uh, a publisher heard about it and said, hey, why don't we publish it so that everybody can if they even if they can't take one of your workshops they can actually have all the information and um and have the tools to begin using those tools in their life i just i just love it and for those of you that are tuning in right now you can go to joel fotinos f o t i n o s dot com and you can look at his wonderful offerings in his new book my life contract and so having said that, um, give us a couple of examples, uh, Joel, of the tools that you're offering. Well, with the, we, we talk often about if we really want to change something in our lives, um, we want to aim to do it for 90 days. Um, yeah. Um, well, what I, what I like to say to people um, is that, when people come to my workshops, um, they often will say things like, I don't know what to do. If I only knew what to do, I would do it. I just don't know what to do. And and so this book is, is really an attempt to help people have not just things to do, but things to do that will powerfully impact their life each and every day. So I really begin by talking about when we create a goal what we do, in essence, is we make a contract with life. And in a contract, just like the contracts that I sign with uh, clients here at, the, uh, at my company, just like any contract, there are things that I'm responsible for and things that the other party's responsible for. And the things that I'm responsible for when I sign up and, and create a contract with life include getting clear about where I'm at now, because if you don't know where you're starting from, it's harder to know where you're going to go, getting clear about where you want to go. And there's lots of tools in the book to help people with that because that's a real issue for people is, uh, is they want to know what their life purpose is, what goals to have, what would be uh, a great thing to move toward. It helps people to uh, then make decisions, take action, and to do what I call C&P, which is consistent and persistent. Consistent means take an action towards your goal every single day, and persistent means especially the days that you don't want to. And those are really our side of the contract. 
the other, when we enter into that contract with life, life's part of the contract is the how and the when. And those, are, of course, are the two things that we most wish we could control. But really, when we understand that life is responsible for those parts and we're responsible for our parts, then it makes things simpler because we can stay focused on the things that we know will actually work. And um, for me, one of the things that has worked most powerfully in life is to spend time every single morning just a few minutes, it doesn't even have to be a long time, reviewing what it is that I want, my goals, what kind of person I want to be, what, what would I like to be true for myself, and then to make it even more powerful to spend a few minutes at the end of every day just in review. And when we do that every single day, a few minutes in the morning, a few minutes in the evening, what we're doing is we're creating an, an awareness of our life where we are becoming more, not just more responsible for our actions and, and our goals, but we're actually becoming more in tune with the life that our soul wants us to live. We're paying attention. And as the more attention we pay to our own life, the really the more adventurous and uh, exciting our life becomes. Um, I really love that tool, and that's why in the book, My Life Contract, I, I actually set aside 90 pages for people to use, um, and it guides them through it each and every day so that they can begin that consistent and persistent movement, positive movement, and it creates this amazing momentum in people's lives. I love it. It sounds like such a powerful tool, a must-have for everybody, and certainly the, the right time to get it because this is the, the season of gifts. So what a great time to have this as a stocking stuffer or a present for someone that you know and love and hold the best for. Um, I'm Temple Hayes, and today I'm talking with Joel Cotinas. He is the author extraordinaire. He is a spiritual businessman. He has a bio that... Uh, Many people um, are very inspired and aspired to be like. Um, I want to thank all of you for your attentiveness and your involvement with the Intentional Spirit Radio Show. Thank you so much for spreading the word with your friends and family. Thanks to you and social media, we are featured all over the world. Um, we also thank you for your ongoing contributions to Unity Online Radio, which allows us do new and innovative things with the radio and reach people that may not have been reached because many of us long to reach people and change the world by helping people whose world isn't changing. We'll be right back after this short break. As Unity Online Radio continues to expand its programming and outreach to the world, we count on the support of listeners like you. Please make your donation today. Go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Are you 
in a state of change, a period of transition? Perhaps you simply don't know which way to turn, or you want guidance on taking that next step in your personal or professional life. You can activate the power of yes with Reverend Beverly Melander. As a new thought minister and next step counselor, she knows how to listen to where you are and help you get to where you want to be. With 20 plus years of experience, she offers spiritual counseling and affirmative prayer next step counseling for your personal or professional life, as well as resume writing and editing. To learn more about Beverly's counseling services, visit beverlymelander.net. That's Beverly, M O L A N D E R.net. Is there a difference between the spiritual teachings you know and how you live your life? Does your day-to-day experience reflect what you truly value? Are you ready to receive your life and live the gift that you are? Join Janice Campbell, licensed Unity teacher, author, and coach each week as she shares inspiration and tools to help you identify and dissolve the limiting beliefs that prevent you from living the fullest expression of what you are. Talk with Janice live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central on Receive Your Life, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at theintentionalspirit at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here is your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome back, everyone, to The Intentional Spirit. And those of you that are just coming on with us, I'm talking with Joel Botinos. He is the author of the new book, My Life Contract, but also the author of many books, including the Think and Grow Rich toolkit that's offered globally all over the world and in many languages, along with the prayer chest. Joel, before we went to break, we were highlighting um, some of the insight about this book. And I, I would like to highlight that it's more than a book. It's a 90-day program. It includes uh, a workbook within the book of how to keep track of your 90 days and see your progress and see how you're changing and integrating the material. So it looks like you've covered everything, <laughs> which is <laughs> awesome. Uh, but you were talking uh, before we went to break and we were highlighting about a contract and you, you made reference to uh, with your company and with Tartar Penguin there are contracts that you make with your authors and they're to do their part and, and, and your company is to do their part. And, and you were talking about with individuals with a life contract that there's a, there's a clear line of what's ours to do and what is the universe's to do. And that the how and the when is, is universal law. And, and yet it's interesting to me because I have to catch myself sometimes and pull myself back. Why is it that we want to spend so much time trying to do what the universe is supposed to do rather than doing our own job? 
Well, it, it's funny. We do. This, the, the how and the when are the two things we most which wish we could control. And I think part of it is because we're afraid that maybe this stuff that we teach, the laws, weren't, aren't going to work for me this time. And the truth is the laws are perfect and they do work. And, um, but we have fear around things. So when we get spooked by the effects of our life, if we have a lot of bills or there's a, a health issue or a love issue, we can get very spooked by that. And we think we know the perfect answer so that we have the outcome that we desire. But I was always very struck by that line in A Course in Miracles that said, we don't really know what it is we want. And what it meant, what The Course in Miracles meant was from our ego position, we think we know what's best for us, but we don't. And it's usually our ego that gets us in the messes that we get in in the first place. So what, what I talk about when we talk about this contract with life, and I go into it in more, more detail in, in the book, My Life Contract, but what I talk about is that the, really the how and the when are life's part of the contract. And it makes sense when we look back and we think about the good things that have happened to us. Like, for instance, the story that I told in the, the earlier segment about finding this destiny that created, was created for me right in front of my very eyes by being lost in a parking lot after being dumped um, by a boyfriend. Now, if I had tried to make my destiny happen, force it, if I had tried to pick something and force my way through it, I couldn't have done it as clearly and as probably quickly as life did when I was just ready for the next thing and opened up to it. Boom, I landed right into the parking lot of the place. When we look back at the great things that have happened to us and see all the conditions that had to happen for that thing to take place, boy, it's beyond our own limited concept and control. And often when we do try to control things, the results are not exactly what we thought we were going to get. So life always has a better plan for us than we have for ourselves. Life has a better, and I, I say life with a capital L. People sometimes will use the word God or spirit, universe, the Tao. I like the word life with capital L because I like being filled with life. But life always has a better vantage point than we do. So when we leave the how and the when up to life and concentrate on the things that are really within our reach, within our control, our part of the contract, boy, suddenly we are now working in in cooperation with life. And um, that's when what they call God winks or coincidences stop, uh, start to happen. That's when uh, we find ourselves in the perfect place at the perfect time. And that's when we just start seeing life around us engaging with us because we're doing the things that we're actually meant to be doing. One of the, um, one of the analogies or that, that has really helped me so much is, is the idea of the jigsaw puzzle. I, I write about it in my new book, When Did You Die? But I, I talk about, you know, now, I mean, you can have jigsaw puzzles on an iPad they're a lot more fun because they make special sounds and everything <laughs> when the pieces fit. But it, it, it's so true. 
you know, it's like what happens in our lives when we are trying to get into the how and the, and the when is we're wanting to force fit some of those pieces. You know, we don't yeah. believe the manufacturer made all the pieces. I mean, we'll go at the puzzle and we never start the puzzle thinking, well, what if I don't have all the pieces that I need? You know, we go at it full speed ahead, being almost argumentative that we'll have all the pieces that we need and everything else. But when we force fit them, that's when we start getting into these issues and these problems. Because even the situation where your your boyfriend dumped you, you could have gone many directions. I mean, um, you know, some of us back then would have just gone to the bar and, uh, <laughs> you know, right. really messed ourselves up. But you yep. decided at that moment of the low to take the highway, the highway, capital H, of, of a greater reality. And I, I think that's where you come back full circle and you talk about, you know, how we are 100 percent responsible for our lives because that was your part to do your piece of the puzzle to align. Because right. had you not done that, who knows um, where your path would have gone at that particular right. um, dividing line. Well, you know, that night in the parking lot, what I thought would be my highest and greatest good was to reunite with this person who had just dumped me. That was my biggest idea for my life at that moment. But one of the things that I write about a lot in my life contract is this belief that I really have come to realize is absolutely true, which is life always wants more for us than we want for ourselves. Because my biggest idea was just getting back with the guy that dumped me. Life's biggest idea for me was to create an entire purpose and destiny and put me in the parking lot so that I could experience it. We often, you know, will will limit ourselves just by not being able to see anything larger than what we can see right now. It's like that old um, Garth Brooks song, Unanswered Prayers, where mm-hmm. he says, you know, I thank God for unanswered prayers because in the song and Oftentimes in our life, the thing that we thought would be the best thing for us really isn't. And it's that struggle that Buddhism talks about, that struggle of not accepting what is and allowing something greater to come through. Instead, what we do is we sometimes struggle and hold on and say, no, I want this, and it has to be this exact person or this exact career, a car in this exact color, Instead of being open and saying, you know what, I, this is this is what I want, but I am so willing to go to something even better than this. And when life hears those words, hang on, because your life is about to take off in, in really wondrous ways. And when we know that ahead of time, then everything that happens from that moment on, from the moment we really do create this contract with life. And in, in the book, I actually have a page where people fill out their contract with life. From that moment on, everything that happens really becomes part of the way that life begins to move and, and shape us and shape the life around us. Because one of another one of my realizations along the way is that it's not about getting what you think you want. It's about becoming the person that your soul wants you to be. And as you grow into that person that your soul wants you to be, you start to grow and become larger. 
And we know through the law that as you become larger, everything in your life becomes larger. And I don't mean larger just in terms of like finances or, you know, a larger house, the things of life. I mean larger in terms of qualities, larger joy, larger depth of spirit, larger excitement at just being alive every day. And that just is such a great way to go through life. It really makes every every day a brand new adventure. Oh, yeah, and, and larger energy. I, I would just love to see some more people <laughs> have more energy, you know? I mean, you can yeah. see it all around us now, people that are in their 20s and 30s already talking about being tired at 2 o'clock in the, in the middle of the day. It's like, please, Louise, let's, let's get a grip. <laughs> well, what I'm kind of hearing you say, maybe it's a book that you and I can do together, Joel. It's called Thou Shalt Not Want Thing that don't want you. <laughs> you know, the 21st century commandment, thou shalt not want things that don't want you. Let those That's things right. be, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, what you know, we, we can, the things we that I want buy in. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, sometimes we get stuck in kind of this American view of what, what what we think we should want. And by that, I mean all of the, you know, the commercials and money and status and power and fame. And those things are are good when, you know, I'm, I'm not making a value judgment for or against those things. But I think when we start delving into our own soul journey, we discover that those are not necessarily the qualities that we would put forth first in our lives. And um, I, one of the things that I love is when people begin going on their life contract journey, boy, they start opening up to things that make them so joyful that they never thought they could ever, ever either achieve or experience or even had thought of before because suddenly now they're open to so much more than they were open to before. It's like we, we can just open ourselves up to the entire world all of a sudden and, um, you know, how how exciting is that? That's awesome. Well, a key point I would like to make to our listeners, and as you're sharing this uh, segment with your friends on social media, is my life contract, the book that Joel has written, is not a, a new concept that uh, because you're going to be purchasing the book, it's going to be a, an experiment. Um, something that I want to highlight is that this has been a program that Joel has been doing for years. Joel, talk about that a little bit, because I think that's important. You know, this isn't something that you just downloaded one day sitting by the beach. This is something that's been tried, tested and proven true with people all over the world. You're just making a decision by offering the book to share it with other people. Yeah, that's absolutely true. In fact, um, you know, just like any of uh, any of these books that uh, people like uh, Temple or, or myself write, this is information that that really has been around for for thousands of years, just put into modern language. But for me, uh, a lot of this information grew out of having spent all of these years, decades, reading every self-help book I could get my hands on, every spiritual book, going to workshops. I've been 
you know, through therapy, through through um, so much shadow work. I've gone through Weight Watchers. I've gone through Anthony Robbins. I've gone through everybody. And what I discovered, I, I'm a very practical person. And so I, I just want to get to the bottom line of things. You don't have to make it fancy for me. You don't have to give me 17 reasons. Just tell me what works and I'll do it. And I think a lot of that comes from my Midwestern upbringing, which is we'll just do what works. And so what I began to notice in all of these books and programs and speakers and encounters and retreats is that there really were similarities underneath all of them. So I, I paid close attention and that's where this book came out of in the workshop that, that I taught for many, many years is what are the basics un- that are underneath all of these philosophies and psychologies and, and, re- and um, self-help movements and distill them down to the most basic, basic information. Because if you just tell people what worked for me, then it helps them to be begin uh, using it in their lives right away. And also in the, in the book, I like to tell a lot of stories because I know that for myself, if I hear how these principles, these tools, this philosophy works for someone else, I can see how maybe I can adapt that and begin using it and working it in my own life as well. That's why all the great spiritual masters have always told stories. And I figure since they did that, I can tell a few stories of my own, not that I'm a spiritual master, but because that method has been so powerful. Well, um, absolutely. This this has been, as you said, tried and true, and I've been using these principles now for all of these years and and, um, have have really seen amazing results as as a result. Well, we're talking today with Joel Fotinas. He is considered... The spiritual businessman, you can go to his website, Joel Fotinas, F-O-T-I-N-O-S.com, and learn more about him. Also, you can join his blog and find out where he's speaking and all the different activities that he's doing, like so many of us, just committed to people being more as intentional spirits. If you like what you're hearing today and you're with us uh, for the first time or the first couple of times, please go to templehays.com or unitycampus.org and you can see various tools that we offer to support this tremendous work that supports us in the laws of life. We'll be right back after this brief message. Looking for the spiritual in your everyday life? Searching for meaning in the meaningless? Check out the book, Rants to Revelations, by Reverend Ogan Holder. Using his characteristic wit, humor, and storytelling, Reverend Ogan brings spiritual insight into practically every arena of human life. From issues of spiritual growth and family life to deep theological concerns about God and reality, he combines personal narrative with philosophical and scientific understanding to bring a fresh perspective into the life of faith in today's postmodern world. Pick up a copy of Rants to Revelations today from www.rantstorevs.com.
Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Reverend Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio. We now return to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome back, everyone, and thank you for listening today as we're talking to Joel Fotinas, the spiritual businessman. And he has been truly uh, making a difference throughout the globe with people that align with their own spiritual values and spiritual principles and, and through the work he offers, let's face it, making it a lot easier uh, uh, for many of us. <laughs> Joel, one of the things that um, I know that you and I have in common is, is we love uh, Napoleon Hill and, and the work that, that he created. What an amazing um, man and what he offered. And I know you're very involved with the Think and Grow Rich concept. Uh, I love to still refer to the reading today, uh, and I never grow tired of it. But you came along and you've offered the Think and Grow Rich workbook. Tell our listeners about that. Um, yeah, I'd love to. I, I discovered Think and Grow Rich many years ago when I was in debt. I was heavily, heavily in debt. Um, I had almost $60,000 worth of personal credit card debt. I had 23 active credit cards. And I had a very small salary at the time. And so I began you know, looking for any tool that would take me out of that dark, oppressive debt. And anybody who has debt can, can probably relate to that experience. And I tried a lot of different programs and you know, different uh, economists and, and accountants. And one accountant told me that it would take me 23 years to, to clear my, my debt if I didn't use my credit cards one minute more. And that was so depressing for me. So I, I thought I can't, 23 years just was awful. And so somebody put a copy of Think and Grow Rich in my hand, and I began using the principles in that book. They're so simple and they're so easy, but they require your entire life. And um, they require your entire attention, which I loved because I threw myself into it. And I actually ended up getting out of debt in three and a half years using the principles. And so I began teaching the principles because people kept saying, how did you get out of debt? And um, from that, I created the Think and Grow Rich workbook. And and recently, uh, just a few weeks ago, I just released the Think and Grow Rich starter kit. 
which has th the original Think and Grow Rich plus study materials and the workbook all packaged together because people wanted to find a way to begin using the book in their life. And I'll tell you a secret that I learned about Think and Grow Rich, and it is this. When I began reading Think and Grow Rich, I thought it was going to be about thinking and about riches, but it ended up being about growing, thinking grow rich, because it is a book filled with stories, not about people who wanted to make money, but people who wanted to live their passion. And in pursuing their passion, they created more money in their life. And when I figured that out, when I read through the book for the umpteenth time and, and realized, oh, these are stories about people that are discovering their passion and living it, then that gave me freedom to do that as well. So all the tools are really designed to help people discover their passion and to begin taking steps every single day, retraining ourselves, creating new and positive habits, creating positive momentum toward doing that. And, and the Think and Grow Rich Starter Kit is, is really kind of like a course in Think and Grow Rich in, uh, in one package because it's such powerful, powerful material. I, I don't know anybody, I haven't met anyone up till now that was willing to participate in Think and Grow Rich material that their lives haven't become just uh, the difference between night and day. It's uh, amazing how the information and the principle-based information of this material is so impactful. It, it, sometimes it just blows me away. Because when was the original material written? Was it the late 1800s or the early 1900s? It was, uh, Thinking Grow Rich was originally published in 1937, wow. right at the end of, of uh, the Great Depression. And you actually said something that I think is the key, which is you said you haven't met anybody who hasn't participated in the principles because that's the, that's the key, is you have to participate with the principles. I've heard, you know, having been a Thinking Grow Rich teacher now for over 20 years, uh, people have come up and said, oh, I read that book years ago. And I'll say, did it work for you? And they just kind of smile and, and uh, shake their head. And that's the difference. You can't just read the material. You have to participate in it. You have to allow yourself to really become intimate with the ideas and begin applying them every single day. And so that word you used was the exact right word, participate. Yeah, and that doesn't mean that just carrying it in your brief plate, uh, in your briefcase on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count either. <laughs> it's a start, but it doesn't. It doesn't count. It, at least the intention is there, but uh, it means delving in into the material. So in the in the uh, starter kit itself, um, just so I'm I'm clear because I want to get one too to give to some of my family. We're talking that we'll have a book in there and a workbook or workbook that includes information from the book. It's um, it's, there are two books in it. The first one is um, what I call the think and grow rich mastermind volume, which contains the original 1937 edition of think and grow rich complete whole uncut. 
and it also contains um, all these study notes that I've created over the years and have used myself and then have taught literally to thousands of people study notes and, and tools, boxes to check off every day, that type of thing. And that's called uh, the Think and Grow Rich Mastermind Volume. And that's packaged with um, Think and Grow Rich Workbook. Because when I began reading Think and Grow Rich and really wanting to participate with the material, what I noticed is that it wasn't like a self-help book that they write today. You know, today, self-help books have their main points, and then at the end of every chapter, they summarize, and then they give you exercises and try this. Back in 1937, they didn't do that. It, it, the self-help genre was not really refined like that. So I began pulling out all the exercises that he would just say through the course of the book. You should try this. You should do this. Say this 100 times a day. And I pulled them out. And originally, I just put them in a binder so that I could do them. And um, eventually, we published it as its own workbook. And, and um, it really helps to read the book, read it chapter by chapter, finish a chapter, then go to the workbook and do the exercises in the workbook itself that are associated with that chapter. That way, we're doing what you just said, which is we're participating with the material. We're literally allowing the material to affect our life and um, see how we can use these ideas to grow. And as we grow, as we become bigger people, then everything in our life grows as well. Wow, that is so awesome. Um, thank you for putting that together for us. That just simplifies it and makes it easy and yet gives people an opportunity to participate. Well, one of the things um, I, I saw you at an event, I don't know, maybe um, it was a couple of years ago, uh, a colleague of ours was being celebrated for her 10 year, I believe. And but you could hear the buzz around the room of people saying, oh, you know, he's in the publishing business. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, pay him attention. Maybe you could get a chance to say hello and introduce yourself. But you could feel kind of that, you know, the big elephant in the room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Penis is here in the building. Do you have your manuscript in your in your purse or your wallet? Um, <laughs> so um, uh, what... Oh, how would you recommend that that uh, what do people need to do as far as um, if they if they want someone to take a look at what they have to publish? Um, how do you go about that, Joel? Well, that's a great question. It does happen wherever I go. People suddenly seem to pull things out of their purses and and <laughs> and briefcases. They just happen to have this, and unfortunately. <laughs> You know, I have basically three jobs and a family, so I always have to decline and say, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, I just don't have time. But what I've done is, because I get asked so often, I, I put, um, there's a blog post on my website, and the address is this, joelfotinos.com slash getting published. And that mm. takes you directly to that page, and it has my advice for people who are really interested in, in publishing and uh, their own work. Um, it has information on how to find an agent because that's a very important part of the publishing process. And it has information that I think is probably the most key thing, 
which is building your platform because agents and, and publishers are most interested in platform. That's the number one thing people look for these days. And it also has info, information on self-publishing. And, um, and then I just eventually started a self-publishing imprint or affiliate of Tartier Books, which is called True Directions Books. And um, that's because there's so many more people who have great material than we can actually publish. Tartar only publishes 50 to 60 books a year, and so that's not very many slots. But there are so many people that have amazing books. And so we started this self-publishing imprint to give uh, people a, a creative way to find um, a, a way to publish the material, get it out there in the world, create momentum with it, and um, so that's exciting, and it's already great to see the books that have come from it. People can find that information if they go to tarcherbooks.com, tarcherbooks.com, T-A-R-C-H-E-R, books.com, and then scroll down on the bottom right-hand of the page, you'll see there's a, a, a section there uh, that says, Your Words Have a Destiny, and just click on that and gives more information. But it's so it's so great to see, I think, Temple, and I, I'd be curious if you agree with this, that as people become more um, spiritual in their lives and, and go down on their spiritual journey further and further, they seem to become more and more creative as well. And they have suddenly are, they're writing or they're painting or singing or, or creating something, some beautiful art. And it seems to go hand in hand. Have you noticed that as well? Absolutely. Yes. We be, and I, I feel that we become more and more sensitive as well um, with like walking around with this open heart, um, <laughs> you know, that we that was shielded or, or protected before. So it's just a, a beautiful thing, because when we're open to allowing uh, spirit to work through us as us, um, it's just it's life changing. You know, Joel, um, one time my teacher told me that the best we could hope for in life was that the world would be a better place because we're in it. And I would like to just close our show today with that idea that I would say, uh, Joel Fotinas, thank you for making the world a better place because you are in it. I celebrate you. I honor you. And I'm so grateful for the work that you're doing on behalf of spirit and, and this life with who you are. Thank you for being on our show today. God bless you oh, on this amazing journey that we call life. Thank you so much, Temple. I really just love this conversation. I feel like we're in a cafe somewhere with uh, coffee and just enjoying this beautiful communion together. Yes, me too. And um, I'm thinking Paris. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking okay. Paris. Let's manifest that. At some point in our lives, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm there. That All sounds right. great. Thank you, Joel. Thank you for being Thank with you. us. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida.
To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehaze.org. What is the key to happiness? Would you like to find the fountain of youth? How about all the money and love that you could handle? Well, my friends, it is there for you. You just need to strip off the false beliefs that keep your divine inheritance from being attracted into your life. You need to be real. Be vulnerable. Be naked. What are you waiting for? Let's get naked. This transformational program with Reverend Heidi Alfrey is an invitation to explore and remove the blocks that keep you from emotional freedom. Listen to Heidi and her revealing guests as they embrace the power of spiritual nakedness as a guaranteed way to live an authentic and transparent life. Expose yourself to your greatness on Mondays at 3 p.m. Central Time. Let's get naked. No dress code required. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You gotta get rid of your butt. It's bigger than it would appear. It hinders your forward movement when you keep bringing up the rear. Inspiration only takes a moment. If you are able to safely turn your attention away from the demands of your activities, quiet your mind and affirm. There is a divine plan at work in my life. I now relax, let go, and let it unfold. Listen attentively, inwardly, without projecting any thoughts about what you think should happen or be experienced. Become as a child, trusting and receptive to the guidance of spirit within. This meditative moment, adapted from Mary Cupferly's God Will See You Through, is brought to you by Unity. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.